0: Hi Maggie. Hello Freya. Welcome. Lovely to hear you. You too. How's it going? What's new? Um,
1: it's really great actually to speak with you because we speak um, later in the evening and the sun is still mm. beaming outside.
0: Mm. Happy um, summer solstice. Yeah. Happy yeah. Solstice. yeah. Long um, days.
1: And the last few days i 've been ruminating on this particular subject. Um, we talked about this briefly in one of our la- one of our other episodes around um, race and for some for some reason, things have been bubbling inside of me where i i feel like i'm i 'm a woman of color and i yeah i am proud to be now Mm -hmm. where but I haven't been before this moment yeah and I was feeling like you know there's all these uh, my metaphor the way that the visual comes up for me is like all these like pieces like a puzzle come up throughout my journey and experience in life and uh, like pick up a piece and, and it you know, align it back to my soul or like, it feels like a coming home to myself moment. Mm -hmm. And with this, with my culture, and the race or ethnicity that I am, I realized very, very much so, especially in the last few weeks, with what's going on in the world that I have really uh, been disgusted and ashamed of my ethnicity. And I have Mm -hmm. not, embraced it and I have assimilated and adopted more of the like Western white culture um, Mm -hmm. because it meant it felt like freedom for me Mm -hmm. And, and I've all like also some of my journey or most of my journey has been wanting to belong and and that belonging, well, my ethnicity felt like a barrier to that. It felt like I was different and I there was a lot of bullying that happened. And so there's reason for it. But I'd really love to, to, like, I feel like I've already begun the journey, but I still have all these question marks of how can I embrace my ethnicity back to myself? How, How can... I want to come home to myself in that way and be, you know, be at one with where I'm from and my color.
0: Big question. But you already have (laughs) the answers. Yeah. Right? So whether it's whatever storyline we have, incarnated and agreed to know ourselves through and that storyline or those storylines are all the stories of humanity okay Mm -hmm. and without denying the pain the challenges the successes the whatever the journey has brought you these aspects that you've known yourself through have something to teach you to teach every one of us that's why we agree to come into a certain family and a certain geography and a certain culture and a certain religion a certain time like we we each, we agree to come in and live whatever story we've lived. So you're you're naming a part of your story as woman of color. Um, but that's the name of your story. It's not who you are. Your soul knows no color. Your wise woman self has no ethnicity. So... Collectively, we are moving beyond these ideas of who we are, who we have been, and we're shining a greater light that says every being has a right to exist. Holy Mother Divine makes no mistakes. There is no better or worse, greater or lesser we are all in this together. But I take a risk even saying that the way that I've just said it because there's a climate that humanity is living in now that says um, that to do that, you're somehow dismissing someone else's storyline or someone else's reality. That's not my intention. That's not my intention. Actually, I'm remembering when I did my master's degree um, in communication, I really got wrapped on the knuckles for using um, we, you know, speaking in the we voice.
1: Yeah.
0: And for exactly this reason, you know, you can't, in fact, way back in the 90s in the women's studies department, Um, I got wrapped on the knuckles a lot for, and I can see now from the woman that I am that I was speaking to the deepest and greatest aspect of the human experience, that we are all divine. So from that place, I felt it was appropriate to use the word we, but in the climate, you know, the classroom climate in both of those, UVic and railroads, it was like you can't speak for other people. You can only speak for your own experience. And yes, that's true at a certain octave. But eventually, we must move beyond these ways of knowing in order to mind the gifts that come from that trajectory of a life and claim our divinity, claim the truth of our being, because when when you know who you are, you automatically know who everybody else is, because we're all one being, we are individuated aspects of the same one source, one creator. Now, how do you feel as I speak about this? What's coming up for you?
1: <clears throat> I I understand what you're saying and the, the intention or meaning behind it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I believe that we're all one and we're all divine and we come from the same place, mm-hmm. for sure. So seeing a lot of these injustices is really painful. Yeah. But for myself, I still feel like I... As much as my soul knows no color, mm-hmm. I, I am, I do have color and there's, there is somewhat of a rejection
0: for, or um, mm-hmm. like I reject part of myself. Yes. But that, that is internalized oppression. That's internalized oppression. So that's the culture in your head. That's the patriarchy in your head. And if we each meet this in the way that you are within ourselves, then we will be generating a new world experience with one another. Hmm. You see? So what we're seeing out pictured in the world, in our collective agreements in society, is actually... What has been internalized in our own inner world through the painful history that humanity has wrought for itself? And the only way through this is love. Love. And it starts with the self. And that's what you're asking about. It's like, wait a minute, how do I claim? The things, the the ways that I've known myself in that I, I notice I'm judging or I've left behind or I have turned against. Well, the work here is no different than the work has ever been, Freya. You have a transferable skill now. What have I been talking about for years? Anything that we deny within ourselves we cannot transmute it. We cannot transcend it. We cannot transform it. So the first step is always a level of acceptance, a level of seeing, a level of embracing. So you've got to learn yeah. to love those, those parts that you have. Um, but you see, the, the you that we're speaking to the one who's in in the experience, you came for this because your contribution through humanity happens in your own psychic field. So as you overcome these aspects of yourself within yourself, that's your contribution to the human endeavor. We shift our inner world and our relationship to it and then our external world is out pictured very differently
1: i'm feeling quite stuck in the realm of loving my external parts
0: well let's get more specific here and see what comes yeah i
1: have struggled most of my life and right now it's become quite a pain point Mm um that i just that i don't like my physical body i don't like Mm -hmm. my features on my face there's it's just critical i'm just critical and i'm not i don't like what i see when i look in the mirror and I feel very disjointed. Yeah. And yeah.
0: So, who is the I that's speaking? The small self. Yes. 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 And we never deny her experience. We never deny the bullying that she has survived. We never deny the pain that she has encountered. Okay, these things have been a a way of knowing yourself. A painful way of knowing yourself. All right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we never deny that. We, you've got to see. You've got to see these aspects of yourself. It's like, wow, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the color of my skin. I don't. Whatever it is that's coming up. But it's who? Who is this I that's speaking? Well, I love to call her the patriarchal daughter because I love just having an archetypal force called the patriarchy where we can acknowledge, we have all been born into a system of power that, that has distorted um, who we think we are and who we believe we can become. Okay. Mm. But the patriarchy died. It's over. It's over. It's gone, but there's still a lot of, noise there's still a lot of um, out picturing of the distortions that's why if we can come into our inner world and allow these distortions to reveal themselves to us in the way that you've just described it's like wow i'm uncomfortable with the image that i see myself as the work here freya there's no shortcut You've got to find that wise woman perception who will allow you to look in the mirror and absolutely love the image of the goddess that is before you, because that's the truth.
1: How?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm just remembering back in... Oh my God, I'm getting old enough now that time is, <laughs> it's like, I don't know what, I don't know when that was. It's like, it's all becoming a, a a single moment. I was in Dubai and I was working with a transpersonal counselor and Nargis. Oh, she was a wise woman but she was doing mirror work with me and Mm -hmm. it sounds that this you just triggered this for me i remember her putting a mirror in front of me now this sounds really basic but hey i'm just remembering this is what louise hay did yes during Mm -hmm. the aids epidemic this is what she did the mirror work yeah and i'll never forget You know, Nargis saw me. She saw the wisdom in me. She saw the beauty in me. She saw all these, you know, the wonder of me. And then when I was faced with the image that I saw of me in the mirror that she held up, I felt such loathing, Mm -hmm. such criticism. Like it just, it was just there. I couldn't deny it. But that's not me. That's a storyline that I came to live, and through the living of it, heal. That's what healing is. So the road that you walk that allows you to look in the mirror and see your reflection and love every aspect of it, that, that walk, nobody can walk it for you. You got to get there. You got to, and it's, it's a mighty walk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you came for that walk, and that's what heals our world. All the dancing that we do out in the world, in the external world, it's, it's going to take generations and a lot of hard work. If we just all move inner move into our inner worlds, um, we could accelerate this whole process of humanity loving itself back to itself because that's the process that we're in. Now, I got really big and you had asked me a very specific question. So bring me back to the ground. What what are you thinking? Did I answer anything for you?
1: You did and actually i'm quite familiar with mirror work for example are you and yeah i've i have done it um quite a few times and it's been great and then i i feel like it comes back to this so i feel like this has been a journey that yeah. i has been a really hard, difficult one yeah. and i keep like, oh, I think that it's, it's good and I'm good and then I'm not.
0: And then another wave comes. Yeah. So maybe it's of use to notice what changes, what brings you back to the not being good. Like you think that you're good and you... You feel that you're good, and then suddenly you're not good. You've got to look at what is it that seduced you back into, I love calling her the patriarchal daughter, the one who wouldn't be loving to her reflection in the mirror, the one who would see her skin color and her imperfections and yada, yada, yada. Right? Right? notice what brings you back you know is it something that someone says is it a story that you read a book is it um, a television show like because our this is the shit that we swim in sorry that this is the you know culture is the water that we're swimming in so yeah there can be really subtle insidious cues that might pull you back do you know what those triggers are
1: i mean all sorts of things but i'm i'm following what you're saying and uh, you know there's more awareness there like i i've had this ex- um exact picture of what beauty is yeah. for a woman and yeah. i definitely did not come close to that visual and yeah. so from my you know like younger teenage years I've moved that needle and now where I stand today my standard of beauty is like really large like
0: so Mm -hmm.
1: there's so much more beauty within that container yet somehow I I still keep falling short of it Mm -hmm. even though my perception of other beauty has expanded Mm -hmm. it can be it can be I, I look at someone, you know, that I see in real life or on the screen or I could just have had one of those days where you look in the mirror and you think, oh, dear, like, <laughs> and that will knock me out. Um, or, it you know, and it could also be things silly, like the expectation things of hmm, no one's commented on my appearance,
0: mm. you know,
1: and it's been three days, so <laughs> I must be awful to look at. Mm. So it can be a whole host of things.
0: It can be. Back in my women's studies days, I read a book that really changed my life. Mm. It still sits in my library. It's called The Beauty Myth, and it was written by Naomi Wolf. Mm. Um, And it just documents very clearly how you know, culture manufactures this idea of beauty and how we internalize it. And then we use it to measure ourselves. Right. Right. Um, once you start seeing through the way that we manufacture a society, and now is a good time to do that because everything is changing. It has to change. It has to change. We cannot treat one another the way that we have. We cannot build systems that serve some and not others. We can't. Mm -hmm. We will annihilate ourselves. So that's what's changing. Um, So it makes sense that, you know, another wave of this is moving through you. But you've done so much work to get to this point. You've got the skills. You just have to use them. Like daily use them if i have a moment of you know looking in the mirror and i don't know if i have those moments anymore but my 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 go-to would be my practice i'd be like oh i gotta meditate i gotta lift my energy like you've got to have ways that you become masterful at lifting your energy beyond Uh, the frequency that you're playing in because we're called to walk the earth in our divinity. You know, I, for years, I was accused of having my head in the clouds. (laughs) Well now I have to have my head in the clouds and my feet on the ground. And I think that's what we're called for. We must be plugged into our wise woman self and we must be walking the walk, building society that is fair and just to all. And that's, that's like earth school work. There's no shortcut to this stuff. But it begins with our relationship to ourselves. If we can't look in the mirror and love the one that we see, there's no way that we can be a creator of a fair and just society for all because we don't have the capacity to see the love in every being. There's some part of us that's judging something. Is this making sense? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: This is the work of our time. This is what we came for. And you chose a really interesting storyline. Like you, you as a soul wanted to learn through this. So don't turn away from any of it. And I can't imagine that you ever would because here you are talking to me. Yeah. Um, but it's like, bring it on and know that you have, you have everything that you require within you to overcome these things. You do. You are not the patriarchal daughter. So that the grand question is, you know, who am I? Well, you and I have been talking about the wise woman. Well, what does it mean to really anchor into her? How does it change the way I see myself and how I see my world? We have been sent to see a new world, but we've got to see it in our perception first before it will be outpictured as a reality. Huh? We have been mm. sent to see a new world. We are perceptual beings. Louise Hay was onto something with this mirror work. Hmm. So, so I will revisit that. It's powerful, I think, for you. How do you feel? How are we more doing? hopeful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I know I have more work to do here, and it—it uh, it kind of gives me a little bit of a charge when you say or when you remind me that I came to here came here to move through this so, totally yeah
0: totally totally Me up
1: a bit to be like okay yeah.
0: you have lived victimized like we never deny that you and i are women who have been victimized by the cultures that we were born into okay um and i think being woman trumps everything, (laughs) trumps color, gender. I don't know if I'm out of place in saying that, but just being a woman in patriarchy is, is a go. It's tough. Mm. Okay. And then on top of that, you are a woman of color. I am not a woman of color, but I can tell you there is an Arab woman in my soul. There's an Italian being in my soul. It's like, because the soul never forgets what it has lived. So there may be resonance with cultures and races and ethnicities that we don't fully understand. Mm -hmm. I love watching on PBS. There is a show called finding your roots. Have you ever seen it? No. Oh my God. It's so good because it, the whole purpose of the show is to take this conversation deeper because when you start looking at your DNA, you start realizing that you, you have things in your DNA mix that you may never have known. Cool. Yeah. Um, your skin might be white, but you may have black ancestors that are very close in your line or vice versa. You might be, you know, have black skin and have a grandfather who was a slave owner, a white slave owner, right? If you go deep enough into the human story, oh my. Our roots run deep. History expands. The story gets greater than this, just this lifetime, because your DNA will speak to your ancestry, in big ways.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's a great. I, I think that's the whole purpose. The fellow who who hosts the show is a black man, and that's why he said he works tirelessly at at this because it's educational. Like. We have to expand the stories that we're living in. So you started this by saying you feel better when I acknowledge the fact that you are a soul who has incarnated to live through this storyline, that at the level of your soul, you chose it. Well, that feels better to you because it pulls you out of being a victim. Right? Suddenly it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. I've got a charge. I've been empowered because being a victim and victim consciousness we're human we're here in the story of humanity we have been born into victim consciousness we must overcome it so it doesn't feel good to be victimized and we are no longer wanting to be victims of anything so that's part of what's shifting in the human story And that's what you can feel. You feel immediate relief when I start talking about your soul because we get to a greater narrative. It's like, oh yeah, I'm this mighty woman who came to heal this stuff. Mm. Okay, let's do this. I've got some charge now, right? Yeah. It's all about power for you. All about power. Where's my power? Where am I sourcing my power from? And if you're not feeling your power, you've got to ask yourself, what am, what am I thinking about? What am I believing about myself that's you know, having me lose power?
1: Good questions.
0: So, yeah. This is a big topic. Mm-hmm. You are courageous to bring it to the table tonight. I thank you for that. Thank you. But how do you feel?
1: I feel, I feel hopeful and charged.
0: <laughs> Empowered. Empowered, yes. yeah. Because the truth of your power comes from within you. And it demands that you get beyond the human story that you've lived in order to remember the truth of who you are. And then you bring that love and that light to bear on the human story. Mm. And you see a new world into being because we have to see the world. We have to have a vision of what's possible for the world before we can ever create it.
1: Right. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: So what would it be like for Freya to be fully empowered and in love with herself? (sighs) I know it's a big question yeah but it's worthy of your attention
1: yeah I'm committed to that to getting to that place
0: I know you are I know you are (laughs) thank you for like um, for
1: helping me zoom out and yeah the questions that you you offered up are good are great for me to like sit with and hold and um, I'm hoping that I get closer each time we talk
0: mm. without a doubt you do I'm thinking of how much we love our dogs, you and I yeah, right, and just imagine a dog looking in a mirror and not loving what he i mean it's impossible, <laughs> right. There's just so much unconditional love and affection and presence in an animal like a dog that's part of your family. Yeah. Well, we need to be more that with ourselves and with each other. How we do. Don't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you, Maggie.
0: Well, it feels like a very small chapter in a very big book (laughs) yeah yeah so we'll let whatever wants to come come thank you for showing up the way that you do always Freya I see the truth of you Mm. I know who you are I know what you're up to I see the beauty Mm -hmm. in you oh I do I do thank you you're welcome so go be you That's what you came here to be. Okay. All right. (laughs) Until next time. Until next time. Peace out. Much love. Bye.
1: (laughs) Bye.